Hi, welcome to Medicines and Stuff podcast. My name is Jerry Kempney. I'm a GB-based pharmacist independent prescriber, and here I talk about medicines and variety of healthcare topics to help you to learn more about this fascinating stuff. This podcast contains information for educational purposes only and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Episode number 15, Warfarin. The discovery journey of warfarin began in the 1920s when cattle in the northern USA and Canada were afflicted by an outbreak of an unusual disease causing fatal bleeding. It was found that moldy hay of sweet clover was implicated and in 1940 Carl Link and Harold Campbell discovered coumarin which led to synthesis of warfarin in 1948. Warfarin was initially approved for use as a rat poison and then for human use in 1954. It is an anticoagulant, commonly called a blood thinner, which means that it increases the time it takes for the blood to clot. It belongs into the class of medicines called vitamin K antagonists because they reduce the effects of vitamin K, which is a vitamin the body uses in the process of blood clotting. Technically, it's blocking an enzyme called vitamin K epoxide reductase that reactivates vitamin K1. And without uh, sufficient vitamin active, active vitamin K1, the clotting factors 2, 7, 9, and 10 have decreased clotting ability. The anti-clotting protein C and protein S are also inhibited, but to a lesser degree. Warfarin is used to prevent unwanted clots from forming in conditions such as atrial fibrillation, and it is also used to prevent any clots uh, that may have already formed in the blood vessels of, of the legs, lungs or heart from becoming larger and causing problems. Indications. Prophylaxis of embolization in rheumatic heart disease and atrial fibrillation. Prophylaxis after insertion of prosthetic heart valve. Prophylaxis and treatment of venous thrombosis and pulmonary embolism and transient ischemic attacks. Dosage for adult. Initially, 5 10 milligrams to be taken on day one, and subsequent doses dependent on the prothrombin time reported as INR, International Normalized Ratio. A lower induction dose can be given over three to four weeks in patients who do not require rapid anticoagulation. Elderly patients to be given a lower induction dose as well. And uh, maintenance is usually three to nine milligrams daily be taken at the same time each day, normally in the evening. Uh, INR tests should be made uh, at regular intervals and the maintenance dose should be adjusted according to the results obtained. In emergencies, anticoagulant therapy should be initiated with heparin and warfarin together. Individual warfarin dosages are highly variable and range from 0.5 milligrams a day to over 20 milligrams a day. Patients should be given a patient health information booklet or frame card and informed of symptoms for which they should seek medical attention. Contraindications. Hypersensitivity to the active substance or to any of the excipients, hemorrhagic stroke, clinically significant bleeding, within 72 hours of major surgery with risk of severe bleeding, within 48 hours postpartum, 
pregnancy, first and third trimesters. And uh, drugs where interactions may lead to a significantly increased risk of bleeding. Caution needs to be exercised in bacterial endocarditis. Use only if warfarin otherwise indicated. In conditions in which risk of bleeding is increased. And history of uh, GI bleeding, hyperthyroidism, hypothyroidism, peptic ulcer, recent ischemic stroke, recent surgery, and uncontrolled hypertension. Interactions. Warfarin has a narrow therapeutic range and care is required with all concomitant therapy. The individual product information for any new concomitant therapy should be consulted for specific guidance on warfarin dose adjustment and therapeutic monitoring. If no information is provided, the possibility of an interaction should be considered. Increased monitoring should be considered when commencing any new therapy if there is any doubt or as the, to the extent of interaction. Food and lifestyle. The effects of warfarin can be reduced or abolished by vitamin K, including that found in health foods, food supplements, enteral feeds, or large amounts of some green vegetables or green tea. Major changes in diet, especially involving salads and vegetables, and in alcohol consumption, can affect anticoagulant control. Pharmacodynamic interactions. Fibrinolytic drugs such as streptokinase and alteplase are contraindicated in patients receiving warfarin. Drugs which should be avoided if possible or administered with caution with increased clinical and laboratory monitoring include clopidogrel, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs including aspirin and COX-2 specific NSAIDs, sulfimpirazone, thrombin inhibitors such as bivalirudine uh, and dabigatran, diperidamol, unfractionated heparins and heparin derivatives, uh, low molecular weight heparins, fondaparinux, rivaroxaban, glycoprotein 2B3A receptor antagonists such as terofiban and apsiximab, prostacycline, uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors and serotonin noradrenaline reuptake inhibitors. Other drugs which inhibit hemostasis, clotting or platelet function. Uh, Low-dose aspirin with warfarin may have a role in some patients, but the risk of uh, GI bleeding is increased. Warfarin may initially be given with the heparin in the initial treatment of thrombosis until the INR is in the correct range. Metabolic interactions. Warfarin is a mixture of enantiomers which are metabolized by different cytochrome P450 enzymes. R-warfarin is metabolized primarily by cytochrome P1A2 and 3A4. S-warfarin is metabolized primarily by cytochrome P2C9. The efficacy of warfarin is affected primarily when the metabolism of S-warfarin is altered. Drugs that compete as substrates for these cytochromes or inhibit their activity may increase warfarin plasma concentrations and INR, potentially increasing the risk of bleeding. When these drugs are co-administered 
warfarin dosage may need to be reduced and the level of monitoring increased. Conversely, drugs which induce these metabolic pathways may decrease warfarin plasma concentration, concentrations and INR, potentially leading to reduced efficacy. When these drugs are co-administered, warfarin dosage may need to be increased and the level of monitoring increased. There is a small subset of drugs for which interactions are known. However, the clinical effect on the INR is variable and in these cases, increased monitoring on starting and stopping therapy is advised. Care should be also uh, taken when stopping or reducing the, the dose of a metabolic inhibitor or inducer uh, once patients are stable on this combination. Examples of drugs which potentiate the effect of warfarin are allopurinol, capecitabine, allotinib, desulfiram, azole antifungals, for example, ketoconazole, fluconazole, omeprazole, paracetamol, uh, especially in prolonged regular use of paracetamol, then uh, propafenon, amiodarone, tamoxifen, methylphenidate, zafelocast, fibrates, statins, not pravastatin, and these interactions predominantly associated with fluvastatin. Then erythromycin, sulfomethoxazole, and metronidazole. Examples of drugs which antagonize the effect of warfarin are barbiturates, primidone, carbamazepine, chrysofulvin, oral contraceptives, rifampicin, azetioprine, and uh, phenytoin. Examples of drugs with variable effect are corticosteroids, nevrapine, and ritonavir. Other drug interactions. Broad-spectrum antibiotics may potentiate the effect of warfarin by reducing the gut flora, which produce vitamin K. Similarly, Orlistat may reduce absorption of vitamin K. Cholestermine and sucralfate potentially decrease absorption of warfarin. Increased INR has been reported in patients taking glucosamine and warfarin, and this combination is not recommended. Interactions with herbal products. Herbal preparations containing St. John's wort must not be used whilst taking warfarin due to a proven risk of decreased plasma concentrations and reduced clinical effects of warfarin. Many other herbal products have a theoretical effect of, on warfarin. However, most of these interactions are not proven. Patients should generally avoid taking any herbal medicines or food supplements whilst taking warfarin and should be told to, adv to advise their doctor if they are taking any, as more frequent monitoring is advisable. Alcohol. Acute ingestion of a large amount of alcohol may inhibit the metabolism of warfarin and increase INR. Conversely, chronic heavy alcohol intake may induce the metabolism of warfarin and moderate alcohol intake can be permitted. Interactions with food and food supplements. Individual case reports suggest a possible interaction between warfarin and cranberry juice, in most cases leading to an increase in INR or bleeding event. Patients should be advised to avoid cranberry products.
increased supervision at INR monitoring should be considered for any patient taking warfarin and regular cranberry juice. Limited evidence suggests that grapefruit juice may cause a modest rise in INR in some patients taking warfarin. Pomegranate juice increasing the INR in response to warfarin. Certain foods such as liver, broccoli, Brussels sprouts and green leafy vegetables contain large amounts of vitamin K. Sudden changes in diet can potentially affect control of anticoagulation. Patients should be informed of the need to seek medical advice before undertaking any major changes in diet. Many other food supplements have a theoretical effect on warfarin. However, most of these interactions are not proven. Patients should generally avoid taking any food supplements whilst taking warfarin and should be told to advise their doctor if they are taking any as more frequent monitoring is advisable. Side effects. The most common side effect is bleeding and uh, there are rare or very rare uh, side effects or side effects with frequency not known. For example, the alopecia, nausea, vomiting, Bluetooth syndrome, CNS hemorrhage, diarrhea, fever, jaundice, pancreatitis, skin necrosis, skin reactions, calciphylaxis, and abnormal hepatic function. Thank you very much for listening. If you like it, please share with friends and family. Stay well, and I'll speak to you at the next episode.